0: going on, Keith, sir?
1: (laughs) Not much. Thanks for having me on the pod. I grew up playing hockey and playing since I was four. Ever since probably about grade eight, I had a dream of just going to the States to play hockey. I ended up using a uh, recruiting website. That's kind of how I got into contact with Liberty. I talked to them throughout all of high school, started when I was 14 years old. It's just kind of crazy, like looking at it now. It was weird just because like growing up, you didn't hear about like, oh, like I want to play hockey at Western. I want to play hockey at U of T. You go to tournaments, you don't see Western scouts the majority of the scouts that you're seeing a lot of american schools although like i didn't come from like a super religious background i've made so many friends you know who come from christian homes including like my roommate you learn a lot of life lessons through this religion which i think is really important you learn a new perspective i think it's also crazy how like both of us like we're very much on the same page regarding our beliefs when we have been living in completely different environments
0: how long did it take you to get used to the conceal and carry
1: it still scares me like I'm driving <laughs> yeah. around someone cuts me off whatever I'm honking my horn cutting you off I'm speeding past you
0: yeah
1: I'm not doing that when I'm at school hockey has definitely kept me out of a lot of trouble
0: what's going on Keith? Sir?
1: <laughs> not much thanks for having me on the pod
0: yeah man it's an absolute pleasure to have you here mm-hmm. we're uh, interviewing our first ever university American university student Yes. What have you what have you learned about the states?
1: Ooh. Um it is very different. Very different. Um a lot more different than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Um probably just especially because of the stu- school that I go to. Um conservative, super conservative uh private Christian school. Yeah. Which is not how I was raised. Yep. I wasn't really raised with obviously like any religious values, um, anything like that. So huge culture shock just within the community of the school for sure.
0: 100% Liberty University that mm-hmm. is in Virginia. Yep. What attracted you to this school? Obviously I know, but like for the people at home, right. how <laughs> did you end up in a school that is like it, like you said, you didn't, you weren't raised religiously. Mm-hmm. So how did how did you get there?
1: For sure. Um, well, hockey, you yep. know, Um, hence the jerseys. Right. Beautiful jerseys here. I appreciate the, uh, the little, little setup you got going on here. The love. Yep. Um, but yeah, the hockey part for sure. I mean, I grew up playing hockey and playing since I was four. Um, I think ever since probably about grade eight, I had a dream of just going to the States to play hockey. Why? I mean, that was always just kind of the thing. Like, Um, we were at the rank. We we're at tournaments. Like, obviously, like we weren't old enough to kind of really understand it um, at that age. But you know, we always heard like the older girls talking, like, well, like we, we want to play junior. We want to get scholarships. We want to do this. We want to do that. So yeah. I mean, I mean, as a young girl looking up to these older players, we we're just like, oh, like we want to do that. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, go home, talk to mom, talk to dad, and you know, if you're lucky enough, like I was, you know, your parents kind of help you with that and um look into it and that's kind of how we started um and we i ended up using like a uh, recruiting website yep. so that's kind of how i got into contact with liberty yep. um i talked to them throughout all of high school so started when i was 14 years old it's just kind of crazy like looking at it now because yep. like i felt i felt big like i was like, I, I mean, I felt like I was in high school, you know, I thought I was, like, doing all these, like, great things. I mean, I was, but, like, I was, like, I was still a kid. Yeah. I, was, I never really thought about it like that until now. But, um, yeah, I talked to the coach throughout all of high school. Um, and then, I mean, it just, that, that was kind of the school who stayed interested, maybe not stayed interested, but... Um, you know, didn't hesitate to reach out, didn't hesitate to, you know, uh, let's set up this phone call, send me your videos, like all that stuff. Like they're really engaged um, with me. And now that I'm at the school, like with all the recruits, like they're great like that. Um, They're willing to give you what you put in, I guess, which was really attracted for me regarding that school. Um, So yeah, I mean, process was just kind of uh, sending them my videos and um, they have a scout in ontario so he came watch me play
0: i was gonna say their scouting is probably really good for them to be able to be as forward with you like the other mm-hmm. schools they might their scouts might not be as good so they might be like yeah oh, is this chick really all that whereas liberty mm-hmm. you make sure the scouting is there yeah so then you can be like yes we this we're looking for you right. we want you on our team Blah yeah. blah, blah, which is huge mm-hmm. it's interesting how Hockey is Canada's sport. Mm -hmm. But the the collegiate sports in Canada don't even compare to the US. Right. Nowhere close. College sports in the US is way infinitely times bigger. For sure. So you have like this counter counteracting forces of hockey being Canada's sport, Mm -hmm. but college sports, no matter what sport it is, are huge in the States. So do you think that you're better off playing for Liberty? And you know what is actually the crazy thing is that even as a women's team in the U.S., mm-hmm. a lot of the American women's teams are bigger than the Canadian men's teams, right? That's how huge college sports <laughs> right. are in the yeah. States. So how do you think that playing for an American team was probably a better pick than staying in Canada?
1: Um, I mean, Really, like I, I just wanted like the experience. That's what attracted me the most was the experience.
0: What experience? The sports experience or just like living in a different kind of yeah, culture?
1: like living living abroad. Like it was weird, just because like growing up, like you didn't hear about like oh, like I want to play hockey at Western. I want to play hockey at U of T. It was like no, I want to go to Syracuse. I want to go yeah. to I want to go to Merrimack. Like. These schools kind of already set up their like like they had like they had their um, I don't what the what's the word I'm looking for like they had their organization they had the clout
2: yeah.
1: um, and like they had the people coming to scout like you go to tournaments you don't see Western Scouts sitting around at the rinks you nope. you don't see you don't see Laurier Scouts sitting at the rink I mean. Like you don't like the majority of the scouts that you're seeing. I mean, there are Canadian schools for sure. A lot of schools out west, but a lot of American schools too. Yeah. Um, so I I think that they like American schools have done a really good job at at marketing like their programs.
2: I think.
0: Hundred percent. As for the religious aspect, Mm -hmm. how has that like? changed your perspective at all from like going from no kind of religious knowledge i remember where we were at nana and Pepis mm-hmm. and you just come out and whatever you're just like rhyming off these like verses that <laughs> no one else in our family knows but you now have the knowledge right whether you're like fully invested how does like in just knowing about it how does that how does that changed to you as a person
1: i mean it, it has changed me a lot it yeah. really has like i like although like I didn't come from like a super religious background and I like we definitely live in a place where like, there's a lot of like it's very like left like yeah. I feel like Canada in general yeah. um, so I kind of had what I thought my views just kind of what I grew up with what was always around me um, and then also like a lot of stereotypes about now these people who I go to school with yeah um, what it looked like to be so, like someone who's conservative what a christian was all this stuff and as someone who lives in a very like left liberal just kind of do what you're doing sort of place yep. like a lot of the stuff i was hearing was like negative Yep. um and then going to the school obviously like it, one of the most welcoming places i've ever been to um especially like the hockey organization part coaches amazing teammates amazing like everyone is there for you yeah um which was great and like I've made so many friends you know who come from Christian homes including like my roommate like she I mean she's not an athlete but she's you know grew up in um like a religious home and I mean these are people that I grew up knowing that you know are supposed to act like this supposed to talk like this and yep it's not like that at all. So i think just like understanding that like like the like the cultural difference doesn't have to be like a divide. You know what i mean? 100%. That was that was something that kind of like really got me. I was like, "Oh, like it's it's not like how these people at high school described like how this is at all." Yeah. Um which was crazy. And i think just like the whole like the whole christianity thing in general um i mean i i've definitely learned a lot like you could probably tell i come home from school and i'm just i'm just yapping about this that and the other i have learned a lot um a lot of valuable stuff and even if it's not you know directed like like if it it, it's not kind of um i'm not looking for like it's I'm not just kind of rhyming off the Bible, but it's like, you learn a lot of life lessons through this religion, which I think is really important. Yep. Um, and it's just, you learn a new perspective. You learn just kind of, you know, what the thing that is making this pe- these people happy, the thing that is um, driving these people to do good, like what yeah. is keeping them motivated. And I think that's just, that was a, a really cool thing to see because it was not what I was expecting, but in a, in a good way.
0: that's that is a good point I've had kind of like a semi-awakening myself Mm -hmm. I was watching an old podcast because I had to chop up some clips and I was talking about religion and God and all this type of stuff and I was pretty I wasn't gonna say I was pretty solid in my stance but I was I made it clear on the episode that I was agnostic which was basically like it will never be known whether God is real or not like it's just kind of that's something that can't be proven or disproven right. But I think anytime someone is doing good things, anytime someone is being a positive person mm-hmm. um, and shedding light on the world, you have to at least consider that the reason they're doing that could be could be real. Sure. So if someone like if someone's doing something like you're saying here, like these people are doing amazing things or they're being nice or they're being kind, whatever it is, in the name of god Mm -hmm. then it at least takes you should at least consider that part of it you should at least ask what like how are they acting so righteously for this thing Mm -hmm. even if you don't understand it Mm -hmm. which i think is has been kind of my reason for my like developing belief in god right because i think anything that that makes the world a better place that makes you a better person if you believe in that, then it's, it has to be real. I think that's a new definition, a new version of truth that I've kind of come across is that if it makes the world a better place, it could be true.
1: For sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Honestly, like one thing that really, like it really got me thinking, like yeah. it, it really kind of, I don't like, I don't know. Like it just, it flipped a switch. It was like, it wanted me to, 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 pursue learning more yeah. and understanding um so i have a boyfriend who i met at school uh, he's from georgia and we've been dating for close to five months now and like I, I love him so much like we're we're definitely in it for the long run and um but i just remember him telling me he was like like i mean i i've made mistakes he's made mistakes like peop- relationships go through tough times but he made a comment he was like He's like I like no matter what you do like I'll love like I'll love you so much because like knowing God has like taught me how to love and like I want to love like God loves me yeah and like that like blew my mind because like I can like I can feel the love from this person yeah. and he is that way because of his religious beliefs yeah you know what I mean so that that was like the comment that I was like, oh my gosh, like opened your eyes, right? So yeah, that that was That was uh Refreshing That's I good. Guess say. Yeah.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. And I think that A huge reason and I'm not I'm not religious. Mm-hmm. I'll say that right now that I, I am not religious I have no affiliation to any religion. Yeah, and I was talking to my boss about this today actually that I think that the one of the biggest problems in western society particularly is i don't think that religions are as divided i don't think that the main division because 50 years ago Mm -hmm. there was a lot of divide between you're this religion i'm this religion they don't like each other right and that obviously still exists but i think that the even bigger divide now is that is there even a god you have the people who believe in god Mm -hmm. and the people who don't and i think that's maybe the biggest divide right now and I'm not saying that you need to believe in god to be a good person but i think that you need to at least believe in morality and principles and values and obviously all that comes with believing in god because i never used to believe in god but i still believed in principles and morality and morals and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you're raised the exact same way Mm -hmm. um so i don't think you necessarily need to believe in god but i when i say people who like are atheists for example like hardcore atheists not in the sense that they don't believe in God, but that they just don't believe in anything. Like they don't believe in values and this type of stuff. I think that that's, that's a little damaging to not have like at least principles that you stick to. You know what I mean? hundred percent. As a, as a person. So for me, my main argument, and I'm not completely firm in my stance. I'm still in the process here Mm -hmm. of figuring it out as I'm sure a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the main thing that's convincing me that God is real Mm -hmm. is that, it makes me a better person. It makes me, it does, yeah, it makes me a better person knowing that God is real. If I had to pick two, I have the decision, right? Yep. Because no one knows whether God's real or not. So I can choose either. Mm-hmm. If believing in God makes me a better person, if knowing that if I put good into the world, I'll get good back. Right. Why would I not believe in God?
2: Right.
0: Why would you not believe in God? If, if, you can't prove either of them because that's how it all started. I was like, nope, neither of them can be proven. So I'm just going to stay in the middle. But if you have the choice mm-hmm. and believing in God makes you do better things, mm-hmm. why not? That's, that's such a powerful force. It really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, the, that's, that's what's gotten me there. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you in terms of your personal belief? I hope I'm not triggering anyone with this <laughs> no, conversation. No, I know. We, here. We've been
1: we've been uh, we've been on this for a second. Yeah. Um. I I can I can identify with like a lot of what you're saying. Um. I am not 100% one way, 100% the other.
2: Yeah.
1: But I am in a spot where I want I want to learn. Yeah. I want to like I, I want to know like what what people are what people are thinking what people are saying like when it comes to their religious values like I mean I don't ever hear like I'm at school I mean obviously it's probably a little biased because the we coming from the kids at school but like I'm at school and like I don't hear anything negative coming from what what they're preaching you know what yeah, I mean like yeah. it's always positivity that's good. And, like I see it I see it out of people it's like I'm doing this because of God I'm doing this in the name of God I'm doing this you know what I mean and and it's always it's always positive it's always good so that like I'm just I'm neither one way or the other but I just I really want to want to want to learn and just kind of educate myself and I mean if I never kind of side on where I want to be and put a label on anything it is what it is but like I mean I want to I want to be able to believe what I want to believe and understand what I believe
0: that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah no you're in the process I think that God I think one of the biggest things that God has been helpful to me for and also before I go into that when I say God the best way someone's ever explained it to me was thinking of God and like the universe as the same thing so when I was learning about it the, the people I was mainly listening to, they didn't use the word God. They just used the universe. Right. Oh, the universe, like if you do good, the universe is going to gift you or it's going to give back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put energy into the universe, the energy has to come back. The universe is going to give it back. So yeah. it was always explained to me that way, which I think it was huge yep. for someone because God is extremely linked to religion, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it needs to be explained that way. I think that I have gotten a very good understanding of of what God means to a lot of religious people through the angle of using the word universe instead. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. I think that when you think of that way, anytime a religious person is trying to explain something to you, like change the word God. Cause when we use God, we use, we say him, you know, it's like almost like you're hum- uh, you're, uh, humanizing him. Mm-hmm. But when you think of it as more like a force, uh, it's, it's easier to understand at least for me when I was first getting into Yeah, it. for sure. Um, but, anyways, no. The main thing I think that the universe has helped me with, God has helped mm-hmm. me with, is not needing recognition for anything, because any time I put work in, I know that God sees it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People want recognition. If you're gonna do something extremely impressive, if you're gonna work really hard, it's natural for for you to not want it to for you to not want it to go unnoticed. Right. So I think with the belief that the universe is looking over you. That God is looking over you. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. You you lose that need of recognition because you know that that the world's recognizing, you, the universe right. is recognizing. You, you know right. what
1: I mean? Yep, for sure.
0: So that's the main thing for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah,
1: crazy, crazy stuff. We're uh, How we're, far learning. We've come. we're learning. We're mm-hmm. learning. Neither
0: of us were raised religiously. <laughs> no, that's the no. crazy thing. Like at all. That's the craziest at part. All so it's Uh,
1: interesting yeah i think it's also crazy how like both of us like i feel like we're very much on the same page um or relatively close to it uh regarding our uh beliefs and we like go to school and we have been living in completely different environments that's right you've been going to school in toronto i've been going to school in virginia and like we both kind of come to this very same conclusion or
0: in a similar time right That's crazy. Ugh, I know. And, that, and U of T is not religious at all. No. At all. No. But I I was... I just learned on my own through, uh, I guess, research.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: and The internet. Mm-hmm. It's very helpful. Classic. I've used ChatGPT to teach me a bit about religion as well. No, there was a thing. Because I was telling... I was thinking about uh, lying. Is lying a sin? Mm. It is a sin. So I was thinking about lying. And I've basically... I've realized that I've grown into a person who rarely ever lies. Okay. Like I can't lie at okay. all. I will be so harshly <laughs> real with people <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Like if, if I told you some of the things that I was just completely honest about, yeah. it would probably be better off for both people, like me and the person I was talking to, if I just shut up and just right. passed a lie over. Plenty of re- ways, plenty of times. Mm-hmm. That I've told the truth and it wasn't necessarily beneficial. But anyways, the reason is that I never feel like I can get away with it. This is another huge it's almost religious, but I learned it through Among Us. The game. I learned I learned to never lie through Among Us. And I learned that it's easier to tell the truth because I'll tell you right now, I took so much pride in being the best crewmate ever. Oh I bet you did. So I bet. You'd have eight for anyone who doesn't know among us basically 10 little characters on a ship eight people are the good guys two people are the bad guys but no one knows who the bad guys are obviously except for the, the bad guys the imposters mm-hmm. right <laughs> so the imposters have to go around in the ship and kill a bunch of people and try not to get caught so i basically realized that when i was the good guy mm-hmm. i could be so convincing with Exposing people, I was like, Yo, I was here, this guy was there. I swear, vote for this guy. You know, if it's not him, kick me out. Whatever, (laughs) I was super convincing. You should, I was a professional.
2: The
1: not if it's not him, kick me out was classic. That's the best one. (laughs)
0: That's the best one. But as soon as it turned to me being the bad guy, I just stayed silent, right? I couldn't, I just couldn't do anything. I was like, As soon as I opened my mouth, everyone was just like, This guy is the imposter, (laughs) vote him out. I lost every time, yeah, every time, unless like I had a really good teammate. but anyways that was a huge key for me to just think like there's too much energy there's too much stress mm-hmm. in lying was... and then you circle back into religion god sees that i'm lying mm-hmm. i can't get away with that shit. Mm-hmm. so i think it's easier to just tell the truth all the time which once again full circle leads me to my chat gpt <laughs> right religion research right there is a i don't know if it's a principle or if it's a law or if it's something but it's called the principle of double effect okay and this basically talks about when it is acceptable to sin when it's acceptable to lie the only time i don't know if it's the only time but one of the times Mm -hmm. that it's okay to lie because i was thinking because i was like i do lie sometimes but they were for good reasons in my opinion right so i made sure i did some research and some research and asked ChatGPT, is it acceptable to lie in this scenario and basically it explained to me the principle of double effect, where if there is a greater evil that you're trying to suppress, if there's a greater evil that you're trying to avoid, mm-hmm. it's okay to commit that sin. So I'll give you an example. Okay. World War II. The Nazis roll up to your house. All wow. right. You're yep. hiding a bunch of Jewish people in your basement. Okay. And they're like, are there Jewish people in your basement? Lying is a sin. Should you just tell them, yes, there are?
1: Is this the question? Yeah. I'm no, right. uh, no, you're not. You're you not. You're not rotten.
0: You have to lie, which is not good, right? right. That's a sin. Right. But because of this principle of double effect, principle of the lesser of two evils, in those scenarios, it is acceptable to lie because you're protecting like innocent lives. That's fine. Yep. So as long as that is in place, mm-hmm. you can't just tell the Nazis, yeah, they're here. That's right. You're, that's that's wrong. Right. What you should do is lie mm-hmm. for the benefit of a of a greater purpose. Right. So the only time I ever lie is if I need to protect another person's interest. Let's say it's a loved one's interest. There is a extremely unique circumstance. I need to lie to a person right to their face, completely, not tell the truth. Right. Then I'll do that. But that is acceptable. Gotcha. So interesting. I learned that from AI. What's some of the best parts of going to Liberty University?
1: Ooh, some of the best parts. Um honestly. I did not have a lot of time to do things other than go to class and go to hockey. Um, but I, I had a lot of fun just like with my roommate, like my roommate was kind of the only person I hung out with regularly, yeah. um, like like only friend I hung out with regularly outside of like hockey. Um, but there there honestly isn't a ton of stuff to do on campus. Um, I, I, like most of the time I, w- I was really just at the rink. Um, stu- even like if I was studying, like I'm studying in an office at the rink, I'm whatever yeah. with a group of girls in a conference room at the rink. Like it's everything that goes on at school for me at least is real, like related to hockey and centered around hockey.
0: Is it like, is it much of a city life? And we're back. Um,
2: me.
0: what's like, like, it's not much of a city life, but like, what's like the biggest shift when you get back to Orangeville? Cause for me, it's like, I feel like my life, it, it's like a completely different life or right. a completely different pace energy right. from when I'm in the city, Toronto to when I get back here. Right. Is there any like difference even like, maybe it's just like over the international border, like us, Canada, is there any, like, does it feel does the environment feel different? Obviously it is different, but like, does Mm -hmm. it, does it feel any different or does it just feel like you're in a a different place?
1: No, I definitely like, it's weird. Like I definitely feel like I'm living two completely different lives. Like it's, it's weird. Um, I mean, a lot changes for me just because like, my routine is so set in stone at school. Like, I really don't have a lot of wiggle room to do much of anything. Yeah, I think so, that's, that's,
0: yeah, it's like, that's university.
1: Right. So, like, my, my schedule is, like, packed from when I get up to when I go to bed. And, I mean, other than that, like, that's pretty much it. Like, we, it's, like, at my school, like, we don't, like, we don't have any like bars we can't drink. Yep. Um like we don't we don't like there's not like a house that everyone goes to on the weekends. We can't party. Yeah. We, we can we can get into that. Um <laughs> but like I mean you go to class and then after that like everyone just kind of does their own thing. Yep. Like there's not a spot everyone goes to after class like there's not you know there's not a thing that You know, goes on that you know everyone from school or like everyone in your in your grade or whatever kind of meets up, goes to, and whatever. Like it's it's not really like that. I mean, not for me, but yeah. I mean, I I haven't really seen much of that to be quite honest.
0: How long did it take you to get used to the conceal and carry?
1: Oh my gosh, gonna (laughs) get into that. Perfect. Um, it still scares me. (laughs) Um, it it really does.
0: What was like the first, your first introduction to like, okay, this is, this is something.
1: Okay. Yes. Perfect. Let's get right into this. So I did not realize that. So I'm pretty sure if I'm correct, our university is the only university in the States that allows concealed carry on campus. Wow. Um, so that is shocking because yeah. obviously coming from where we're coming from that's a un- gunless country right, basically right yeah. it's completely different um so whatever i was told like whatever schools can steal carry school my initial reaction was like oh a couple a couple kids got some like who live off campus like they whatever they have guns they brought guns from home like yeah. they hunt whatever yeah. like that's my initial reaction yeah something about my school we have a mandatory convocation twice a week twice a week twice a week uh what are the days monday and wednesday
0: and what is it for
1: so convocation it is the largest gathering of christian students in the whole world wow in the whole world it is something well it's a mandatory for students who live on campus so thousands of kids in like this huge arena like it, it fills up Um, and basically what it is, is like, start off with like worship music. Um, the, the pastor will come in, he'll, he'll pray us into convocation, whatever. Um, and then we'll usually have a guest speaker. So this could range from the, like the president of the United States. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump was there like two years ago or maybe a year ago. Um, to like a pastor down the street. Got like, it. And, and it could be the most political thing you've ever heard in your life yeah. or it could be the most like religious thing you've ever heard in your life. Like right. it, it can vary. Um Like a lot of the time it, it, it does feel like kind of like a church service. Um But yeah, so all these kids, like we go into convocation, how this process works is that it starts at 1030, around 10 o'clock. Uh, kids, like once you get out of class, like there's no class at this time. So like there's got no it, excuse. Like it. you yeah. go. Yeah um so there's like multiple doors at like at our center like yeah. at our arena you line up and they have like metal detectors and so you like open up your bags people will look through your bags you walk through metal detectors this, that and the other so here we get into this um yeah. so my roommate um i'm not gonna disclose her medical history but she um because of medical reasons she can't go through metal detectors yeah. It is, um, it is fatal like she can't go through metal detectors yeah. um and whatever like you just let them know they'll let you walk around they'll wand you like wherever you can be wanded and yeah. you go about your day yeah um so we were getting into convo it was we were getting there kind of late like the worship kind of was already started yeah. place was loud and um the like the guy at the at the metal detector he's like waving her through and she's like no i can't like i can't go through like she's like i literally will die and i was like she can't go through like please like don't make her walk through so i go in front of her i go through and i tell him i was like listen like she can't go through this that and the other i kind of explained like what her deal was yeah and he goes okay like just she just needs to show me her card and i was like show you her card i was like we've done like this. your health card
0: or medical for whatever right, condition that's, that's, she has right
1: that's what i'm thinking I, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like we've never like she's never had to show this card like she has a card for for like her condition like yeah. for like airports or whatever i was like yeah. she's never had to do this i was like we come to convocation like this is like second semester i was like yeah, we come yeah. here twice a week like she's never had to do this
0: asking for her right to, like, disclose that stuff right
1: i was like yeah. i was like that's crazy She doesn't have her card. Like, we come here all the time. Like, this is her condition. This is what's going on. And, like, he can hear me because now I'm on the other side of this metal detector. And he's like, oh, yeah, I I thought she was trying to bring a gun in. I just needed to see her concealed carry card. Like, oh, she's (laughs) fine. Like, she can come around. And, like, at that moment, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, in this stadium of thousands of kids, like, you can, as long as you have your card, you can just bring you can bring your gun and in. they
0: have them like most of the kids.
1: Oh yeah. Like it's, it, it's crazy. I, there's a girl on my hockey team. She is a um, criminal justice major Yeah. and her professor, I don't know if he was like former FBI or like something like that, but he can still carry. He's, like in class. Like he's got his gun holstered on his hip
2: Yeah.
1: as he's walking around this big lecture room. And the first question he asks, um, he's like, Hey, just like, I need to know, like, Raise your hand if you conceal carry. And there was only three kids in that whole class who didn't raise their hand. And out, of like, out of how many students? In between 150 to 200 kids.
0: <laughs> three like, out of 200. It
1: was, it was, it's like a bit, like, it's like your, it's like the intro, like, lecture to that major. <laughs> like, every kid needs yeah. to take that for yeah. any sort of, like, uh, like, government, yep. whatever. Yeah big lecture class that's crazy. only three kids her being one of them yeah, yeah didn't raise their hand yikes yeah and that like she told me that and like that was like a, just like one of those things i was like oh my gosh like there's a lot of guns here like there's yeah. a lot of guns
0: did, did anyone ever try to like like get you into it they're like ah oh, Keithster, why aren't you like you should get a gun too while you're here
1: oh all the time all the it's time. funny because like there's like there's always uh like a couple girls from my hockey team will go to yeah. the library go to study like yeah. after practice and we'll bring a couple of like guys from the guys team yeah and for some reason it the conversation always goes to that yeah always goes to that because the girls who are going to the library it's me from ontario Maddie from Saskatchewan, yeah. Emerson from Alberta, yeah. Peyton from Ontario. So it's all these <laughs> Canadian girls with whatever like what's his face from Minnesota, what's his face from, you know what I mean? Like all these all these American guys. Yeah. So it's them just like Guns. These are like guns are so good. Like, why don't you guys like guns? America's great. Um, Like, it's so funny. And they'll get so heated. Like Emerson will always make these like you guys literally live in a bubble. Like you live in a bubble. And (laughs) and their their rebuttal is always like, well, you live in a communist country. And it's it it just it always escalates. And it'll it'll literally get like that in the middle of our dining hall. Like we'll we'll literally be in like booths and. Like this one guy in the D one team, like he'll just stand up and he'll be like, "You're just upset that if the world goes to crap, like you are done. America will finish you. Our military is awesome, and your country is communist and all this stuff." And we're just like, "What are you talking about? Like it's funny. so much nonsense." And it, but it's so funny. Like especially, like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, It's such a heated topic and a heated debate, and I like i honestly like i don't really care yeah but just to sit there and watch the people who do care fight about it is crazy i feel like
0: i feel like as a canadian i don't like i because the gun conversation isn't that big here Mm -mm. because there aren't any guns in the first place right like obviously people argue about whatever when there's like something terrible that happens usually in the states. right then there's a big discussion and we hear all the time about the bad reasons and why guns are bad here Mm -hmm. but there's obviously it's a two-sided argument there are clearly bad reasons for having guns there are clearly good reasons for having guns Mm -hmm. like i would i'm just thinking rolling around in that campus especially in toronto where the crime on the subways is going through the roof Mm -hmm. if you didn't know who was carrying a killing machine on them you might not mess with someone as, right. as much right so that is like like i would not i wouldn't mess with anyone anyways but i mean just in general <laughs> like you gotta think about that before you you do something terrible to someone right you know what i mean
1: yep for sure no and that's that's exactly like what like what i was thinking too i was like is that
0: their argument or do they do not oh, oh yeah it? it's yeah. like it's
1: like well no like no one's gonna do anything and if they do they have 20 people who are carrying guns and they don't have a chance against like to it and it's funny because like one thing like one little thing that like i'll think twice about road rage
0: road rage road rage (laughs)
1: like here like i'm driving (laughs) around someone cuts me off whatever i'm honking my horn i'm giving you the finger i'm like whatever i'm cutting you off i'm speeding past you yeah I'm not doing that when I'm at school. There's like, there is not a chance I'm doing that at school. Like even, even like the Americans, the kids who go there, like they think twice about road rage because they're like,
2: "Hmm." (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe this
1: guy's got like a Glock in his glove compartment. Like maybe, maybe let's think, think twice about it. I mean, like you
0: might be having a really bad day (laughs) today.
1: Like you don't want, you don't want to, you don't want to piss off the wrong person. That's true. Um, but yeah, that's that's like one like little thing. I'm like, uh, maybe I don't want to do that.
0: I guess it yeah, it kinda keeps people in check a bit, yeah. Right, right. It's but, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um What is this? Five time champs here? Oh, Liberty Liberty yes. uh women's D one.
1: Yes, five five years in a was it five years? Five in straight cut five out sh- one for COVID that right. no one won. Right. And then yeah, so six six championships altogether. Yep. Um yeah this year was the 5th consecutive year my first win.
0: How how was it? It was winning awesome. in your first year.
1: It was it was awesome. It really was especially because like I mean coming in as a freshman I didn't have like high expectations for myself like to play a lot. Yeah. Like there was two goalies in front of me who were juniors this year just yeah. coming in um coming in onto a team who's just won nationals four years in a row like my mindset was very like i'm gonna do everything i can i'm gonna you know work my butt off but you know if ice looks scarce it is what it is um but i i got close to 50 percent of the games like fairly close which yeah it was like i felt really good about that so like i felt like i contributed you know what i mean like I mean, obviously, like, I would have felt like I contributed even if I played, like, two games. But,
2: right,
1: right. I mean, like, I like it, it just, it was nice to kind of, like, be a part of that feeling and know that, like, I made a contribution to kind of where we were. So that was nice. How
0: is that for a goalie? I always wonder, especially, like, because you, you, you got the chance to play a lot. I'm thinking, like, the guys in the NHL mm-hmm. who are... Who's who are the backup goalie and the the starting goalie plays every single game in the playoffs. Let's say, mm-hmm. and they win the championship, and that backup goalie has to go like raise the cup right. after playing zero minutes. Right. Like, how how do you like how does that go through your head? Obviously, mm-hmm. you got a better chance to play, but like, if you are if there's a starter mm-hmm. and your your team is doing amazing, you win like you did. Yep. Like, how do you how do you have that mindset? Because every skater gets to play every on the like every game. Right except for the scratches. But I mean, like if you're on the bench or plan as a skater, how does that, how do you deal with that? Like thinking that, that this is like, I put in work for this too. Right. Like is that, does that ever cross your mind?
1: Yes. Yes. And no. Like, I mean at that time, like my mind isn't instantly going to like, like I didn't, I didn't play like so-and-so minutes this year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in that moment like you're celebrating with your team and like it's suit like you're super happy like and that's that's the initial reaction but I mean like of course like I'm gonna have those like times where it's like you know this like I I didn't get all this ice time like I like it does feel like I mean sometimes like you didn't contribute as much as maybe you would have liked to or um or anything like that but it's it can it can be a tough feeling, but, I mean, at the same time, no matter if it's you playing every single game or you're sitting on the bench talking to your teammates or you're, whatever, goofing off in the locker room or you're giving someone a, pre- like, pep talk, like, I think, like, it, it's important to just kind of realize, like, if, if it doesn't feel like you're making huge contributions, like, yeah, yeah. just you being in that atmosphere, like, you're there for a reason. 100%. You know what I mean? So 100%. just you being in the presence of everybody has whatever it, it it's it's changed the it's changed the tempo of whatever the whole dressing room you know that what I that mean?
0: makes sense yeah I, like even as a, a backup goalie you know that if something goes wrong with with the starter mm-hmm. you're the one they're counting on here right like they need to you need to be ready mm-hmm. all the time yeah which is cool
1: yeah like you're you're never you're never counted out yeah like you you have a role whether it be at one point or another you got something to do you still got a job to take care of 100%
0: Mm -hmm. let's do a little uh role play here (laughs) all right let's go back into elementary school Mm -hmm. high school Mm -hmm. how does your life look how does the life of alex keith look if you never played hockey if you had to go back what else would you what else would you do if you had to do anything like, is there anything else? Would you just be like, or, or would you, your life would be less, uh, I guess, filled?
1: Right. I mean, I grew up playing a lot of sports, like, yep. throughout high school. Like, I, whatever. I did track, volleyball, basketball. Like, I would, I, I if forgot, I wasn't. Yeah, you hooped. Yeah, I did. It. some hooping. Mm-hmm. I love basketball. I nice. really do. I would like to say that if I didn't play hockey, I would, I, I, I think I'd be in another sport. But hockey has definitely kept me out of a lot of trouble i think like i feel like i like i say that a lot it's like if i wasn't out playing hockey this weekend if i wasn't in this tournament like i'd be whatever like getting in trouble with the rest of whatever these kids in high school going to parties and whatever and like it's not bad but just kind of exposed to that like negative atmosphere i feel like i would have been more susceptible to all of that stuff going on Yep um and honestly like hockey is my place to just like when i'm at hockey whatever be two three hours i am not thinking about a single thing it's awesome except hockey
0: it's awesome yeah
1: it's it is the best feeling like i could be having the crappiest day yeah like I could be having the crappiest day I could have had. This screaming match with my sister. I could have failed a test 30 minutes ago. I go on the ice. It like I don't goes even away. have to think about it. It's just gone. It
0: goes away. Mm-hmm. That exactly happened to me. I I did awful on an exam mm-hmm. right before one of my games with this team. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you step on the ice, it's like it's almost like a, it kind of drives you like, okay, I need to play well because that was a mess but at the same time it's like that is the one of the best ways to ever fix a bad mood yep like i i can't think of anything else that just instantly like yeah maybe once you get off the ice and you go back and you're going to sleep like you start thinking about all the terrible things again but in the time you're on the ice in Mm -hmm. your equipment skating whatever shooting pucks whatever it is is it is so like is freeing Mm mm-hmm I it's therapeutic it's It it's really super therapeutic is. and i think it might i honestly believe that it could be a thing that is that is particular to hockey because mm-hmm. it's very rare you can't always get on the ice no. if you're a soccer player you can practice in your driveway you can do all that stuff but i mean like getting on that ice getting in the rink assuming mm-hmm. that you don't like you can't rent ice and or you don't have right. like a, a rink all the time
2: mm-hmm. accessible
0: yeah even a backyard rink isn't really the same but like just getting Getting on the ice is, is, is... You get that nice cold air. Yep. Wakes you up a little bit.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. It's such a good feeling. It really is. It's and awesome. And just, like, even, like... Even when you go into, like, your like your dressing room. And, yeah. like, whatever. You're with your boys and whatever. They're having a good day or they're just coming to the rink just to kind of, like, let loose. Like, it's a good atmosphere. Like, as soon as you walk in, yeah. like, whatever. You're feeling all uptight because this test, whatever your buddy from whatever, a couple seats down comes over, starts talking to you. Like it just,
2: yeah,
1: it just goes away. You know what I mean? And then whatever, like you said, like later on in that day, you start thinking about the crappy stuff because <laughs> yeah. what else is this to do with yeah. you and your thoughts? But yeah, it's that is, that's the best feeling. And, and that's why like, I like, I find it so hard just thinking like, what, like what would I do with myself if I didn't have Aki? Oc- because I don't have like anything else in my life right now where it's like, if I'm like, Going through the trenches. Yeah, this is what I'm doing to just to kind of take a step, relax, focus on this thing, whatever. Like yeah. hockey's my only thing to do that.
0: Run some more fort. We do that.
1: Run a little cuz fort. Run
0: some squads. <laughs> get out, get it off your mind.
1: Yep, a little scribbly.io.
0: scribble.io with the CJT. Calling yep. uh What is it? Calling his up.
1: Calling us up. Shout out to Colin Thompson.
0: Yeah. Good episode. Yep. Um. No, that's all. That's that is fun though. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, I look at mine and Troy's relationship, and I think a lot of people even aspire to have like a sibling that they're super close to. Yeah. But the fact that the four of us, me, you, Troy, biscuits, are like such like a tight, I know group. Yep. I think we almost even take it for granted sometimes. For like, sure. You actually, you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. I think a huge benefit, and this is not. Saying anything bad, I love all of my family. Right. But a huge thing that has allowed us to get this tight, where we're almost literally like a sibling, like four siblings, Mm -hmm. is that my dad's side of the family is in Mexico. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. With a lot of families who have their and and your mom's side of the family is in BC. Yep. In BC. Yep. So we were the only cousins that we had with a lot of families. They have they have more than those sets of cousins. They have mm-hmm. two different sets of cousins. Mm-hmm. You can't necessarily get too close to one or the other. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. But with us, it's like we were the only cousins that each other had. Right. So it's like, what else are you going to do?
1: Mm-hmm. And we were always, like, we always lived close, close to one each other, another. Yeah. Like when we were growing up, like we were what, like a four minute walk from each other. Yep. Like literally like a street light away from each other. So That's we were always hanging out when we were younger.
0: 100%. Yeah. And you got to have like, obviously you got to have good parents who are able to foster that mm-hmm. relationship as well yeah
1: well because our parents are close too which really yeah. helps like whatever like call like hey come over for dinner bring the kids like yeah. whatever like bring the kids we'll go up to we'll go up to the cottage we'll go up to grandparents house like
2: yeah
1: it's like it's a good like the whole family like it's a good it's a good unit that we have going on which is like i don't like you said like it really helped just kind of like us have this like sibling like relationship with one another which Literally. is crazy
0: So sick, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I'm super grateful for that. I also do need to learn Spanish. It's hard. It's hard to get super close with your own family members when you don't, you can't speak the language.
1: That's it's crazy to me how your parents spoke Spanish in your house, and you guys don't know it. I I talk to Olivia all the time, and we have this conversation, and both of us would be like, we would be so pissed at her parents if they were whatever like we were living in a bilingual household yeah and we only know english
0: yeah yeah Ugh. i i i've probably told this it's not a story it's super short yeah i've probably talked about this maybe two times already on this podcast <laughs> but i'll still say it again the reason i don't know spanish is because my babysitter complained that i was speaking in spanish and she couldn't understand what i was saying oh wow because i was, I, I, didn't was know that. I only spoke spanish as a baby little mm-hmm. cp carter ponce didn't know english i didn't know a lot of spanish i knew a few words right baby right um but just like basic stuff i feel like my babysitter could learned
2: like the few words a couple
0: words right oh my gosh no he uh he needs to learn english i'm not understanding what he's asking me to do and then he stops speaking spanish to me
1: that's crazy i didn't know that
0: you know how much double is i could have with the spanish speaking like
1: that's like you would literally be unstoppable
0: unstoppable three languages
1: you would you would literally be on un- no yeah because
0: forget about it
1: how is your french now
0: yeah i don't know if i want to talk about that okay. <laughs> no it's it's uh it's all right i went to montreal with cad that one time that was a good uh good tests realize that i actually am losing some of it oh yeah which is bad Mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's not like riding a bike you gotta speak the language or you can lose it yeah it's not your main language for sure yeah 100 um so i don't want to i don't want to lose it but it's definitely degraded since high school i'd say yeah yeah
1: yeah because you well you guys went to french speaking school like you're like throughout all of school right like you guys always went
0: yeah i love the line i always say u of t is my first english school ever Mm -hmm. so um yeah i know high school french elementary school really french you got in trouble for speaking english
1: yeah that's crazy um
0: but no i think it was it was a good experience i also do think no offense that the french schools in our town were there wasn't as much bullshit as the english schools had i think because the english schools a were bigger when yeah, you're bigger sure. and and everyone kind of knows each other in that sense in like a town sense mm-hmm. it is it's easier to get caught up in like a lot of the the bad stuff that the you're dr- talking the about the drama the drama right yep. and something about the french schools like whether it was the teachers were like half the teachers were coming from africa super strict mm-hmm. they treated the students like they were their kids mm-hmm. basically like yeah. i'm not putting up with none of this nonsense shut the fuck up basically (laughs) whether it was that i don't know but yeah i know something about the french school culture yeah they didn't really put up with uh with a whole lot i don't know how it was how was it for west side
1: oh it was full of that garbage it was the 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 nonsense the nonsense didn't stop like it's the first day it was awful (laughs) freaking high school was hell like it was drama all the time especially being a girl a girl in high oh, school sure. like well,
0: inescapable oh almost. my
1: gosh like, people are bored of their lives <laughs> yeah. like and they don't know what else to do except freaking cause all this stupid crap but um no like i i, I agree with you like there's no offense taken yeah. like because i feel like 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 you said like the french schools like they were always like especially your school like it was like its own little realm like yeah i never like i didn't know anybody who went to your school literally we're, we're in like this small town yeah. like the school isn't on the other side of town no. like it's probably maybe three minutes away yeah i didn't know anybody who went to that school except you and troy <laughs> yeah
0: like no it was really like i don't know if it was isolated i don't know what it was but mm-hmm. the the there's no, I don't know. There's just not much opportunity to stir up anything. Yeah. So you don't hear about it.
1: Yeah. Like I heard about more drama coming from freaking Mayfield and Brampton than, <laughs> yeah. I, than yeah. I knew. I didn't know a single name from someone who went to your school, and yeah. I knew who who this person was dating at this time, and who For broke sure. up with who, and freaking Brampton. Like For sure. it was just so weird. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, our I feel like our our elementary school and high school experiences I feel like were definitely.
0: Oh, different 100%, different 100 mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. and that it also comes down to like i think social media was just getting revved up as we were mm-hmm. getting older for sure and like i didn't have instagram till i think oh who knows even i think grade eight mm-hmm. i was like 13 12 13 yeah which even sounds young now but like i was late I was late to the late, Instagram yeah, game. Yeah. I had to ask my mom. I'm like, "Can I get this?" I was like 13. That's <laughs> pretty old, yeah, <laughs> to be asking moms for an app. Yeah. But um, no, she kind of she seemed pretty anti that stuff. Which mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't even know if she knew why mm-hmm. she was against it, but she just had a sense that it wasn't a great thing to get caught up, especially in elementary school, for sure. Which I think was pretty beneficial to me. Yeah, I I also didn't have a phone until grade ten.
1: I always thought that was wild. Grade ten, I was, I iPad. Was like, I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> and you were so humble about it too. You were like, yeah, yeah. you're like, I don't need it.
0: Is what it is. I'm I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally
1: like, like grade eight, freaking twelve years old. I yeah. mean, it was I think it was like the iPhone like four, yeah, like my dad's like old that. iPhone four. And yeah, like you say, you you were in like grade ten, like you can yeah. get an iPhone until grade ten. And I was like, like that's like that's crazy but you're always wow. just like you're like nah like it's better this way trust like you're lying <laughs> like i knew you are even. lying <laughs> it's better Trust like, to this you don't like you don't need it you're like you, you're addicted and <laughs> yeah. trust me this is the life and i'm like
0: okay not <laughs>
1: not falling for that one but whatever that's works funny. for you
0: uh it's funny how long have we been going here keith sir uh
1: we got an hour 11 minutes
0: we gotta run some carts
1: we do. We got to run some cart with the cuz, a little cuz get together. We haven't done something to like all together in a bit.
0: I'm super, I'm super hyped. Sam. I'll ask you for your closing thoughts. One thing actually I want to close thoughts with mm-hmm. is that the four of us are super tight. Yep. Like you said, sibling dynamic mm-hmm. through and through. For sure. And I do not want to be watching this in <laughs> 10 years' time and being like, Damn! Remember when the cuz were like super tight? That's you know, so valid. Oh my God! We were like such like a close group. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We were like unstoppable. Now you know life gets in the way. We gotta make sure that this this tribe we have mm-hmm. sticks together. No,
1: we we already talked about. It. Olivia brought it up when we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. we have to time it right because you're you're how many years old? Olivia? Five? Six? Six?
0: She's
1: no five. Only five. Yeah.
0: Only five. So yeah. you
1: gotta time it. Where we're all old and retired and in our sixties and seventies. Yep. We buy a mansion.
0: Big old house.
1: And we all got our own rooms. Yep. Zero significant others. They are just not in the picture. We did Oh,
0: I thought we were inviting them. I I, I thought thought, it was an eight person house. Was it? Hopefully none of our significant others are dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, love you all. Yeah. Um you know, <laughs> we'll we'll make room.
0: <laughs> we'll figure it out.
1: Um but we all was it we all rip Fortnite? Like we all just sitting yeah, there rip cart. Fortnite, cart Fortnite, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles smash we, up. We bring it all back.
0: Everything, yeah. When we're
1: when we're old and we have nothing better chilling. to do, yes.
0: That would be yeah. That actually excites me so much for being an elderly right? person.
1: Like we we have something to look forward to.
0: Can you imagine that? Literally, like most people, when they turn like eighty, mm-hmm. seventy six, they're like fearing like no my life whatever the thing about all the stuff that they haven't done yeah it's like it's like their life is closing we're gonna be there just chilling mario luigi and donatello beating people with a stick
1: imagine olivia at 60 years old (laughs) (laughs) that's wild that kid's been four for like freaking 12
2: years that's
0: pretty funny Oh no nah. it's gonna be cool we'll like even if we have like our significant others we'll just go pull up to the living room yeah for them yep. we'll just hang out
2: yeah like you,
0: the, you
1: do your own thing they'll
0: form their own group <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> that will be sick oh That'll my be super gosh fun. um that's awesome anyways yeah any any closing thoughts from you
1: i mean this we've we've gone through a lot of topics oh, yeah. uh but no this is good i'm glad we got to we got to sit down and Chat about all this and you know, hope for hope for the best with uh you know, our journeys and what we got coming up.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you have any any message, any advice for U of T students?
1: U of T students. Yeah. What
0: do you have to say to them? Uh, might have the rep you know it has a reputation for the best school in the country also has a reputation for being one of the saddest schools in the country wow <laughs> everyone That's... is just it, there's a terrible reputation everyone's just down
1: wow um <laughs> don't um don't take yourself too seriously i know you guys are smart over there but it's uh, it's okay if you fail a class i'm sure i i'm sure uh i will and i might have already done that so it's okay <laughs> Shit happens.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Keith. You got a bite.
1: That was awesome.
0: Peace out.